things for myself. I want to relax myself. I can't. So that's how bad it is for me. Because I, like, right after I get over with you, I have to start editing some shit. I gotta get. You ready don't for know the- what I'm doing. You don't. I know. I know. I don't know. But I'm just telling you, like. Stop comparing. I'm physically like doing shit like nonstop. I can't even talk. That's how crazy it is. Every time I like, even when I get off with you, somebody else is gonna call me, and I gotta do some other like stupid. You thing. you've always been like that. You thrive that way. Yeah, but. I just, don't I just want act to, like you're complaining. Don't act like you're a no, victim. There's no complaining. I just want you to, to just just always know it has nothing to do with anything with disrespecting or anything like that. I just don't have time. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. But I won't like read and check out the details. So you, you Well, that's why I keep following up with you. Look, I know, I know how to produce. I'll keep following up. All right, so that's cool. We're yeah. fucking old friends. Are you kidding me? Trust me, we're all... I'm good. I'm just I love you. you. You've always shown up. I've never been let down by you. All right. I'm me now. I'm officially. I just want to make sure you have details. That's all. You know? It's all good. Because <laughs> oh, nobody's going to believe that you're talking to me if I don't have this shit around my face. Everybody sees me like this now. So. They're going to be like, what? I ain't no goddamn who kid. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm I saying? I think it's cool. Like, I've been... Do you want me to tell you, like, what inspired this? This is a new chat series. You're, like, number three. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you guys chat about? Like, like anything? Or, or what, what well, is it about today? Right. Well, today it's going to be about you. It's coming out of the exhibit in Italy, which was humanizing the icon. So Mm -hmm. we're breaking the paradigm of iconicism, which is great that you have, um, you know, your own experience with an iconic world of hip hop, you know. Um, Oh, I'm such a slave to it. (laughs) Yeah, we talk about slavery, you know. It's crazy how... um... Yeah, we'll talk about it when I'm on, so we'll save it for that. But it just, I feel like it's more work during quarantine than me. I, you. I feel like I'm like busting my ass. Like, well, like you said, I don't even have experience with social media, and now suddenly I'm on it. It's crazy. But you know what's good? We're going to be stuck for like two, three months, and then when it opens, it's still going to be slow and still going to be on some social media shit. But at the end of the day, this is the best time to grab everybody that's kind of like interested, you know? Exactly. And that's what I'm doing. Like I'm making the transition. Uh, so yeah, but you know, I- I've always been annoying y'all to do that. You and Julie. I mean, look, we've like, always sold out our, we've always sold out our events, even without having a presence on social media. So we must have something magnetic. Yeah. But, but you know what it is? Like I've sold out like, 500, 10,000, 2,000. But I always look at it like, who gives a fuck about the, the 400 people here? The party's over, they go home, and your event stops there. You need to, like, like I'd rather have, like, a million idiots watching me talking nonsense well, than 200 people that I made happy this night, which is good. That's a valid perspective. I don't mind doing that, but I, I came to the point where I've done so much cool things with 200 it's it don't get me nowhere it's like i get the hugs and kisses that night and then it's just a story i got in the back of my head you got i I always try to do things that's just like 
people will take the fucking content and recycle it, send it everywhere. Oh, I did 100,000 people in Montreal at a festival. I'd rather do that and then I bring somebody out and it's a better like impact and engagement than 200. Yeah, but you can turn a live event into online content. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. You know, my thing has always been about tangible experience. You know, I've, I'm into I've all your parties. I don't know if you had any more about me. Better not, but. Well, I was just in Italy at yeah, the Venice Biennale. That was pretty big. You get out of there. You got out of there before the craziness, right? Obviously. <laughs> yeah, we were there in October. Remember, you used to go to. Um, I've been there too. You, already, you guys would like disappear to like fucking Iceland and shit like that. Yeah. Weird ass place with that sulfur and the water and all that shit. That shit was funny as fuck. I know. Lots yeah. of adventures, you know. We got a lot of. I mean, we can talk about whatever, yo. I'm cool. We're already talking. I've been recording the whole time. Okay. Um, might as well just like flow. So, so Italy, like, uh, I went for the first time. What's that place in Miami? Where, where? Um, Art Basel. Yeah, I, I went. I went to Art Basel. This, I mean, I've never been there, so I walked, and I just couldn't believe how, how crazy. You know, I'm, I'm a nerd and cheesy with this shit, mm-hmm. but. The shit that's mind-boggling is the guy was like, yeah, you can come here today, but the next time you come back, it's going to be tall. I was like, what? They're going to redo this whole shit? He's like, yeah, this is like constantly like switching up. So I'm just mad. I figured that out before. It was like a week before Corona. Like, like I went there and then it was like a weird experience and it was fun. But now I'm like, I want to go back like a couple months later to see like what new fucking, uh, you know, artwork like busts and fucking buildings and artists. I met like three artists. I met some guy named uh, Math. He's from like Toronto, but he does all of the, he's contracted by Toronto. So he does all the buildings and shit. Hmm. So like, I just like indirectly took a photo in front of one of his photos in Toronto, because I DJ a lot in Toronto. So I, I would stop and see this photo. It's like Louis Vuitton with a knife and some shit going in it with some, with, with, Queen Elizabeth or some shit. So I, I, I always thought that that was a wild, like a weird looking photo. So I would get out of the car with the promoter and take up, and I and I stood like next to it. And it's a big building, and it just happened to be that artist that I took a photo of in front of his shit in Toronto. And he was there. I was there. He was like, "Yo, I saw you on Instagram." I was like, "What the fuck, yo? This world is too small, man. You can't really talk about nobody no more. You can't really like." I don't know if it's small or we're just also connected. You know, it's always been like that. That's the matrix. And it wasn't like Art Basel. It wasn't like like the like the season. It was just like everybody goes there just to like look at art and enjoy. I've been the there. Yeah, it's amazing. So it wasn't. You would like, like the the Venice Biennale. It's the largest art exhibition in the world. It's been going on for over a hundred years. It's in Venice, Italy. It takes over the whole city for six months. Six months. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Our exhibit was up for a month. And um, it was, you know, I made another movie. What movie is this? Can it, I get the link? What? Can I get the link so I can, so I can check it, so I can peep it and give you my honest... Uh, you know, I, I, I kind of, like, respect the fact that you you asked me for, like, opinions and, 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 and you want me to rate your movies and shit. Like, I've always, like... but. I, I was always bucked out that you would come to me for that, where I, I, I never thought that would be like a, 
Well, look, you're a, you're a you're an you're a you're an honest lens to look through, and plus, you would have us on your show, which was so sweet, and like talk. Well, I'm, well, I'm nerdy as fuck, so I love shit like that, you know. So, uh, and my stuff is like not conventional. Yeah, yeah of course. And very, very abstract, very graphic, very uh, uh, how should I say it? Uh, connects to the fucking human condition like it makes me feel like well what the fuck <laughs> I know you so I'll be like yo is she really like that what the fuck is wrong with her yo like I'll be like I'll be in a movie like yo what was that yo? <laughs> yeah exactly well um this movie is actually about someone from Toronto and I've spent a lot of time in Toronto because of it and have an amazing network in Toronto which is another conversation but um Mary Pickford is the first woman in Hollywood. She was the first movie star and the first female producer. She founded United Artists with Charlie Chaplin. She founded the Academy. She had the idea for the Oscars. She earned more than the men 100 years ago. Serious? Yeah. So we started the journey with her story. Charlie Chaplin, like. Like the old school movie, but they have the top hat. Like that was her business partner. That was her best friend. Yeah. Yo, where do you find these people? The Illuminati fucking private party? And like so I fell down the rabbit hole, yo. I was meeting historians all over the world, finding her family, people that knew her. And I got to make an avant-garde art film about the birth of Hollywood. Because what? they were avant-garde back then. So I got to channel my style into her spirit and create something like super magical yeah. with an amazing cast and an amazing crew. It hasn't come out yet. You have new actors or you have like uh Yeah, uh, all new actors. Balthazar oh, wow. Getty's in it. Oh, wow. Sophie Kennedy Clark, uh, Summer Phoenix. The singer Angela McCluskey. Whatever happened to that girl you, you that was in your, a lot of? Uh, well, I don't know if it was in your movie, but she she was part of like your production. Uh, the girl from uh, the Born Identity. What's her name? Oh, Julia Stiles. Yeah, yeah Julia. Yeah, Stiles. I directed her sister. So I directed her in that play off Broadway, which you played oh, the party for. Yeah, I went, I went to that. That was good too. Damn, man. See, I get shit done. Don't fucking talk. My bag, you hustling, yo. My bag, yo, my bag, yo. You know what I'm saying? I also directed, you probably didn't know, a music video with Dr. John and Bobby Rush in New oh, Orleans, yeah. shut down the whole French Quarter. Oh, wow. I think you sent, me you sent me snippets of it, like you were working on it. You didn't send me the final. Oh, it's amazing. You sent me, like, visuals without the music, and then I was just, like, bugging out off of the, like. The <laughs> hey, program. I don't know. It's, there's part, it's partly animated. Yeah, but it was like it was like a, a wild like dream or something. The way like you put you put it together where it looked. Oh, like maybe a, that no, that was Amadou and Mariam with uh, TV on the radio. The one in New Orleans is actually about a murder. It was like a specific story, so a little more conventional. But I still got to do my style. Um, there's still a dream sequence, of course, always, but. You know, I, I gotta hook you up with a uh, um because you know I'm a nerd so I know nerds so I'm hook you up with uh she writes 
Um, she's mad cool, and she probably just like you know because of me and because of you, y'all both fuck with me because I'm a cool guy. So I'm I have to introduce her to another cool person, and she runs like a lot of like writing, like situations in Harvard and stuff like that. So really? Put, yeah, introduce me. I'm gonna put y'all together. Yeah, she she does like. Oh, uh, Chelio's on. Say hi to Chelio. Chelio, what up? Yeah, man, you doing that art? What's going on over there? He will, like, around 12, but look at his work. Yo. Hey, man. How you doing, man? Good, good. I'm excited to meet you, and uh, we do amazing thing today. You're Italian, huh? You got the Italian accent, huh? <laughs> yes. You must get all the ladies, man, with that accent, man. You be like, you know what I'm saying? You a fucking artist. And you have the accent? Well, he's got a beautiful wife, too, who's man. probably right there. I had a, I had a beautiful wife. Hey, how you doing? Oh, shit, how you doing? <laughs> oh, baby? Yes. This is my beautiful wife. <laughs> Hello, my dear. I'm <laughs> very good friends of mine. Yeah, I, I see why you know, this guy gets all the ladies, man, that accent, and he's an artist. It's, it's, it's like impeccable. You can't find yeah. that, right? What Winning you, combination. <laughs> what, what made you kidnap this guy? What, what, what was the art piece that, that, that drove you to him? Uh, it was his, his attempt at trying to woo me with broken English that had me curious enough to go out on a date and find out what more was there. And uh, it's a lot. <laughs> he tried to get urban. He tried to get urban on you. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Not quite. We met on a film set, and oh. uh, and and I was uh, I was a cop, and and I think that had something to do with his uh, interest. Me dressed oh, up yeah. as a cop. <laughs> it was like a, a, a pre role play experience, and then it became... <laughs> she arrested me. I mean, I, I've never did the cop thing. I've done like the nurse. I've done like the doctor. Cop thing yet? You know what I'm saying? But hey, you, you're a lucky guy, man. I can't wait to free. I can't wait to see you do the art like live. Like you gonna, you gonna do everything live today while we're on like like yeah and Instagram. He's asking you're gonna draw live while he talks. Yes, yes, I, I. I hunting the energy and then I transport the energy direct on the support. Onto the canvas. Onto the canvas. And it's a mat board. Yeah, mat board today. He's, well, he's yeah. going to get our energy of whatever. Yes. He's going to put what it on. talking about your energies personally and translate it into a piece. Oh, that's crazy. That's, that is crazy. Yes, it's very interesting, yeah, because uh, I never thinking about what I do. I leave the freedom to the end and becoming amazing, usually becoming amazing with all energy and story about a person with uh, uh, around me or in a head, the energies, yeah. Are, are, are you, um, I need to know this, like, you're, you're, you're an artist, did, did, did you figure it out in your head, like, did, did you tap into, like, that artistic part of your brain, like, to, to, to figure out these, these energies and, and to translate it to paper, like, is this, did you figure that out, because? I, 
uh, I, I close the uh, rational part yeah. and then I open the irrational part and then creative part creative part and then I um, I perception the vibration okay perceive the vibration perceive the vibration and the end start to be work very fast in some moment it's very very fast in my hand you understand because it's freedom mm. without thinking it's like uh, in the music is the same sometimes you are the music you understand oh wow yeah you, uh, you, the, way, the way i do it is when i dj and it's like a hundred thousand like it's fifty thousand people i i i I have a way of knowing when I have them, like, phys like not only physically, but mentally and spiritually together in one in what I play. So whatever I play switches the environment. So, this is, this but, is. But, 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 but in my head, I have to zone out. I can't, I can't be nervous. So I become like, like a tool for some reason. I become like a machine. So kind of like a computer. And I play exactly the way I'm supposed to play, but I, but I read the crowd. But I use like something in my head. There's a way that I zone out, so I, I, I eliminate. You know, you get you get nervous in the beginning, but then once you see you're in it and you're in, you jumped in the water. It's over. There's That's no more. It's called the zone. You're in yeah, the zone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's literally just like a zone where you can't come back. But it's like an adrenaline rush, man. It's like That's a drug. Good. It's like a trans trans moment, right? Yeah, it feels cool. It feels crazy. But, yeah. But, so in my world, but in my world, like when I DJ, it's like a good 40 minutes because I can only go like 40, 50 minutes of like hard, like crazy shit going on at the same time. But with you, yeah. you could continuously keep getting energy. Like that, that, that's the difference between me because you could yeah. keep getting it's, it's almost the same. Yes, man. And then, uh, I love to do this, and when I don't, when the energy is finished, my hand stop it. Do you understand? It's, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's Where's Lena? Freedom. Where's Lena? Lena. I'm here. I'm trying to uh, get the Zoom set up. Do you want okay. me to record again? Yeah, that would be great. Okay. I'm trying to set that up. Okay, cool. I thought she was doing an espresso. Nice. I just realized that um the G5 is out there. I'm gonna die. 5G. Oh 5G. I said G5. 5G. Oh, Mr. Hey Jen, you better get savvy with technology. Is calling it G5. <laughs> On that private jet bullshit, man. The dreams, the dreams. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you make me laugh so much. Uh, the, the thing I like about you guys, uh, especially you and Julie, y'all made it comfortable. For me. I'm, I'm a type of guy that I have everything in my head, but I don't know how to, I don't know the language to translate it to like educated people, not even educated people, <laughs> people who are like aware in that world. It's just like, if you got like, a hood rap guy but they're smart and they're successful but they're they're just smart and they're so a, a, a smart person in your area mixing with like little babe you wouldn't know what the hell's going on then that then that individual would be hard to communicate like he'll be he'll he'll be insecure to communicate 
with little baby, but little baby will be insecure to communicate with whoever, Mr. Bob. So mm-hmm. it's all but relative. You, but you guys made it comfortable for me, even though I didn't know the language to respond. But you, you guys get it, like y'all can pinpoint like my creative juices and and get it out of me and make me understand. And then that makes me talk different too. Believe it or not, fuck away, y'all, y'all, y'all made me talk different. Like even when I do my interviews, when I interview like white guests and shit like that you know i can't be it out like yo what up nigga we're fucking you tried you tried with meryl streep and shit yeah (laughs) like even tomorrow i got like rick flair i can't be like yo what up nigga like you know like can't do that i know who that is am i supposed to know who that is he's like a legendary he's the one i'd be like woo he's a legendary uh wrestler like he he's like the last he's one of the last ones that's still alive it's like hulk hogan Ric Flair. You remember Andre the Giant, the big giant guy? He died. Yeah. A lot of them died. He's like one of like still the ones that's still remaining. Like like they did forty forty on him on, on ESPN. Oh. Yeah. But he's like a legend. He's the he 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 started wearing he's the reason I got ro- a Rolex on. He oh started wearing he started wearing Rolex. I got Rolex because of Ric Flair when he was young. Before rap. Because you know I'm like fifty years old. So I was around when there was no no hip hop. So I had to look at all this other tangible shit to. You're not that much older than me. Man, I'm like 30 years older than you. Shut the hell up. I seem like a baby. Well, so your brother? Is he still 18? No, he's 31. I remember when he used to have pimples and shit. That's just. Oh, should we just go live now? Might as well. Fuck it. Okay, so you'll request me, right? Yeah, go on your go on your shit request. Okay. What's today? Today is Wednesday, right? Today is Wednesday. Yo, I'm bugging. <laughs> I know, my lord. It's a time warp. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm going live. Okay, I've done it. Are you gonna request me? Yeah, I'm about to go on your shoe right now. Last week, it didn't even alert my people that I had, that I was live. <laughs> what? Yeah, something happened. I'm constantly having like malfunctions with them. Um... Hi, Bo. Ah, my friend Bo is on. I'm so happy to see that name. Um, do you need help, Who Kid? Or nah, Jennifer. Just waiting for DJ Who Kid to request me. Uh, I'm sorry. I spell your last name D. D E L I A. <laughs> you don't even follow me. No, I, I'm on the other thing. That's why. Oh, okay. But you should follow me too. You know. What is uh, your podcast called? In um, Ignit Podcast is what. Okay, so you just uh, sent a request. It's so so I hear feedback, huh? so I think we should mute the computer because we'll get it through Instagram. Okay. I am waiting for you. Yay! Can you hear me? Can you hear me well? Yeah, we are. There's no delay, is it? No. Sounds really good. 
And what is Ignit Podcast? Who could? It's the urban way of saying ignorant. <laughs> but in uh, in a hip hop format, everything is ignorant because you see on social media, anything negative sells more records. Anything and that's like anything that's like uh, I mean, come on, you got Lizzo butt naked twerking. That's ignorant. Okay. But, exploit the ignorance, but I bring knowledge and, and, and reality to the situation with all my podcasts. Okay, so ignorant means ignorant. Yeah, but it's, it's just my way of saying it. You can put your phone like on your computer or something and then I get you like in both places. Cool. There you go. Okay, so we're live on Ignit Podcasts and we're live on my Instagram. So thank you. It's too weird. Weird, like I see you. Well just look at the phone, that's fine. Okay. But if the phone is on the computer, then the Zoom recording will look nice. <laughs> I am a filmmaker after all. Um I love the pink beanie, by the way. Like, what inspired pink? Uh, pink is, to me, not only does it make me look good on Instagram, but it makes me look like not a competition. Oh, so, it, it softens you. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm already pussy anyway, but I don't, I don't want, like, someone who don't know me to be like, yo, he looks like a gangster. Because, you know, but I wear this mask to represent my Haitian culture, you know. But when I'm like this, and I'm talking to everybody, I'm not a gangster. I'm not part of no crew or nothing. It's, I, I'm from Haiti. So I'm just representing, like, my culture, and I love wearing it. It's like, you know, you have the entire painter over there, like, absorbing our energy. You can have the entire flag on his face right now. He's repping his country. He's repping his country. He's not in a gang, but... That's why I have my ignorant podcast. The, the ignorance of like someone seeing me automatically assuming that I, I hang with gangbangers in LA. Like you see them in the streets, I don't hang over there. I drink espresso macchiato. <laughs> I go to Nobu. You know, I, I, I go to farmers market with white girls. Like I'm chilling. Like I, I, I'm trying to be like acting gangster. So you're super. You're super diverse, and you don't like being labeled. But you know what, my, my image and, and, and the multiple things I do make it hard to have a consistent look. Because mm -hmm. I'll be on radio where you just hear my voice, then you know me from my voice. Mm -hmm. If I'm doing a club, then you know me as this. I'll wear this. Because when I DJ at Hakkasan and all, all my residencies, I have to have the image. And I learned that from hanging with Marshmallow <laughs> and Steve Aoki because. If Marshmallow walks in the building, you know Marshmallow is here. Mm -hmm. So I, I just feel like, a, you know, I, I, everybody knows who I am, and I, I am headlining. But if I walk in, like, Hakkasan, and I'll have this on, I'll have to physically go all the way into the DJ booth, get on the mic, and say, yo, who can in the house? Now you know I'm here. Mm -hmm. Because I am physically, like, holding the mic and shouting it out. But if I'm indirectly coming in and I got this on, and, and you know you see me all over social media with this shit on. 
and you see me like at festivals with um, you see me with Aoki, I mean Calvin Harris, I always wear this. So now automatic yo, who cares here? I don't have, I don't have to get to the DJ booth. I don't have to hurry up and rush and put the lights on me and Yes, yes. during quarantine you know and I thought you were wearing that special for the quarantine time I didn't know this was like a look that you wow that's amazing well okay so here's the deal like I just wanted to give you also a little backstory because um, the chat series that I started just in the last couple weeks is coming off the heels of curating an exhibit in Italy at the Biennale called Humanizing the Icon, um, where Mary Pickford, who's the subject of my new film, who I was just filling you in on who she is, um, is a great portal into the world of iconicism because she was the first America's sweetheart and the first Amer North American pop culture icon. Um, and so in Italy, we had um, Tupac and Amy Winehouse and Britney Spears and Jesus Christ, you know, in images, we curated this whole um, exhibit. And we're looking for the human and the icon and, and the icon and the human, you know? And so I wanted to know, because you're kind of iconic, you know? Um, how does that feel? What has your experience been with iconicism whether pertaining to people you know or just the world of hip hop, like how do you even think of the word icon? It's hard for me to describe icon. Like in my world of hip hop, being an icon means success. Like you're like a billionaire. Like you look at Dr. Dre as an icon. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not a billionaire. And I'm not dead. Like usually the rappers are dead, they never come into my icon. Me, you will have a discussion on Tupac or Biggie. That's iconic to me. I still have not, even at my age, I've been mutating every year. Like, I just become something else different. I'm into new stuff. So, so you're curating your identity as you yeah, go along. I, I, I don't look at myself as an icon. An icon that I have to work with. Icons are just like, they're like old as fuck, and then everybody's just like, oh my god, this is what you did, this is what you in society, I, I haven't been there yet. I, 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 I'm amazing with the thousands of like celebrities and people I've grown up with, and everybody's like famous now. Mm -hmm. and, and the stories are more organic instead of like a corny QA. I know personal stuff on almost like 90% of the people out there. So, and a lot of people do just think as icon as fame yeah, but there's like iconic 
virus, iconic music, iconic era. Um, Mixtape King is an iconic name, you know? So, and we have someone actually on Zoom channeling our talk into live art. Um, and you were having a really, um, I'm getting the feedback again, by the way, but I don't know what that's about. Um, okay. Um, you were having a cool conversation with the artist Chelio Bordin about channeling energy. What do you think about that in your world of hip hop and in your world of like creating experiences for people? What city? What club? I think it was... I don't think it was Rome. I did, I did, uh... It was in Venice. I need, like, names to say. It's so long ago. Yeah, like a bit, like one of the main cities? Milan? I think, yeah, it was Milan. Milan, yeah. It was Milan because, uh, um... Uh, Sylvester Stallone's ex-wife came to the club to hang with me. Oh, she's ugly now. That's okay. She's not your type. Should we just say that? Okay, so, so there's two things I want to say. One is that um, Tupac in a piece of art that an artist from Montreal created, he, op he opens my movie. He opens my Mary Pickford film. Yeah, and Exodius, who created the art, is actually watching our chat right now. She's from Montreal. I'll just show you the piece she did of Tupac because he's talking about independent artistry. In, in a statement that he made. And Mary Pickford started independent artistry within cinema. She launched the first independent company, United Artists, with Charlie Chaplin. And so, but you touch on, yeah, Charlie Chaplin. You touch on something interesting though, just in terms of identity. Because when you're talking about icon, it's not just legacy. It's like your your beanie might become iconic. Yeah. I mean, this is already iconic. Everybody knows me from this. So if I would have anything that's materialistically connected with me, it would be this. Mm -hmm. But 
why I've done so far have not been like molded. Because you know, when you see Dr. Dre, there's three things he's done. You know, you know he's done he's done all the chronic shit, Snoop Dogg, NWA, you know that, and he has the headphones, and he's a billionaire. You know those three things. You don't have to do nothing else. He's he's good. Love that. That's a rock. He got bad boy. He had big But how do these things connect to the human being? Like the actual in the DNA. It's like twenty years of like I mean, it, it, it's hard for me to explain this because I, I was raised in the golden era. Now it's like digital you can't remember what was the hit last year. So it's not absorbed it's like it's not being absorbed in the, the, the current human's DNA at the moment. It's so hard it's like artificial it's like artificial insemination. Insemination, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's just like you're getting it, and then we're so spoiled that we don't we don't give a fuck to keep it. We don't give a fuck to save it. We don't even have like tangible like we don't even, we don't even have hope. I, I can't hold a CD right now. So to have like maybe if I see this artist, they can autograph it, and then I can keep it to myself and remember that I have all that stuff. Like Run DMC and L Cool J, side sneakers, going to the concerts, getting clothes. Like when you get the full 360, all that gets in your DNA and it transforms you as you grow. So I have a question. I have a question. When I met you in Toronto, what was that like ten years ago? That's with the Qaddafis, by the way. Yes. You were with you were with Fifty Cent, yeah. and I think there was apple juice in his liquor bottle. Yeah. So, so the image of Fifty Cent is iconic, but the person is completely different, right? It's like yeah, it's like it's like you're creating a moment. Mm -hmm. It's already amazing. Fifty Cent is at the event. It's it's amazing. He already did all his crazy records. He did all his hits. He took your shirt off. He's physically like on point. Mm -hmm. Why not go to a, a big bottle of Hennessy? No, I think it's great. I think it's amazing. But that's the point of like the, the person is not the icon. The icon is a projection, is, a, is an image, right? No, I've learned this. My whole career is, is, is from what you're talking about. Like, Take us back to the beginning. It's like waking up and you create your movie, you'd be like, oh, what movie am I gonna do today? Yeah. Do like the Truman Show. Like, we're all in a movie. Well, but you also have to be a great actor. I've always been a great actor in assimilating to whatever's successful. Like, I always find my way in and then I become innocent with it. Yes. Homeboys, and then I take over the music, and then I'm just like, that's your art form. That's kind of like my art form. And number two, I, I, I always had this like nightmare. I would sleep and always like wake up in sweats and see myself as a failure because I allowed to be myself to be under someone. That person failed. That sick when that that ship went down. I'm going down with that person. So I, I always made myself like. Have different options. Oh, so you weren't just like locked into one. No, I, I, yo, 50 Cent is my, like, like, like my main situation. Like, everything looks good. I, I, I worry about it. I, I, I see myself 10 years 
having a great time, but I also see myself another 10 years after that. Are we still talking in 10 years? Well, I'll be, ch I'll be channeling you anyways. Yeah, but when you do that, hey, what's up, Snoop Dogg? Let me work with you. What's up, uh, Tiesto? Let, 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 let's do some work. Let's do some shit. Mm -hmm. uh, yo, because you're not typecast. You're not just, like, labeled as, like, oh, he's only there. It's like... You know what woke me up? Like, honestly, like, how it started. Mm. personality on a hip-hop radio station in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> Do you know what my name was? Do you know what my name was? DJ, ja DJ Jasmine. <laughs> and I was like 20 and they didn't actually know I was white and I would show up at promotions. It was the number one radio. It was the urban station there. It was amazing. And they would show up and be like, where's DJ Jasmine? And they would like, ask me. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know, where is she? Because <laughs> <laughs> they loved my voice, but they couldn't imagine it was me. <laughs> Hi, Miss Harvard. Oh, that's so nice. And you wanted to introduce us. <laughs> that's my produce my french producing partner martine um so take me back to the beginning like was it mixed tapes for you as a kid or like what was it because i don't know if i've ever asked you like amazing hair product he's like an alchemist that goes into the jungle and finds incredible herbs to make you know hair amazing 
Philip B does everyone's hair. He's like the man, you know? They'll get like a fucking snake or a viper and squeeze the poison out and put it on his nuts and see the. You can have him do Meryl Streep's hair in your studio. Okay, so. Yeah. To be in a video, my cat is like a magician. Yo, this cat's a gymnast. He does somersaults in the air. For real, for real. What city were you in, who kid? Okay, got you. <laughs> it wasn't fifty. It wasn't fifty cents. <laughs> Oh, you like saw him later. You're like, what? Yeah. like a really good instinct for energy and like people that had gifts I think and that too and that too to surrender have you are you just like whatever okay wait so I want to talk about two things like sl we'll slow down for a second how are your kids doing okay good how old are they now how old are they now wow that's amazing congratulations on raising children um, 
Oh, it was beautiful. So second thing is you talk about, you know, when you say um, not giving a fuck. In the Buddhist sense, that's detachment, right? So which is like allowing the flow. And guess what? What? Ah, that's epic. I love that. So. Okay, so I want to ask you my question, which is, that's, that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, do you think during quarantine and during this global pandemic that your philosophy, your Buddhist philosophy is helpful to you? Like, this is a time where we get to, you know, also be introspective i know you've been not introspective right because you're interviewing people all day long <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't even but but there's an aspect of the psyche that even when you're busy is aware of what's going on are you able to remain in that neutral space of just trusting the flow about that situation, even in the back of your head while you're working? I, I just look at it like, I'm just doing like three, four things at the same time, and I'm assuming everything's gonna go through. Mm -hmm. but, 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 but I, I keep that little space of failure where this might not go down. So mm -hmm. that's how I balance it out. So if, if one thing don't happen, that, that's my way of doing it. If one thing don't happen, I still have two other things that happen. But I'm extending even, okay, I'm extending beyond the microcosm of your life, too. I'm talking. Yeah, like, no, I'm asking, like, are you worried about the people in the hospitals? Are you thinking about the ecosystem and, like. So tell us, what do you eat? What do you, what tips for eating? I mean, it, it, it's a lot of water. It's a lot of like you know, organic shit. I mean, they'll give me like tips on like certain foods to like fuck with, you know, like avocado. It's a little different than ordering McDonald's and fucking KFC and shit like that. They said, fuck away from all that bullshit. Yeah. Are you vegetarian now? I'm not vegetarian, but I, everything I eat gotta be clean. Yeah. I gotta be like straight up, like cooked right and everything. And then a lot of people can't afford to do that, but but you can be creative and still try to keep, still, still try to maintain that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But you just gotta eat clean. Mm -hmm. All right, so you know, I ain't gonna front. I'm not gonna lie to myself. Sometimes it's like three in the morning and I wish I had like a, a mm -hmm. quarter pounder that I ordered and I eat it. But then I feel like shit because my body was already 
a customer that didn't clean. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know the shit is fucking shit. Because if I'm eating clean for six months and one day I eat a burger <laughs> and I'm in my bed fucked up, shitting on myself. You feel the you myself. feel the toxicity, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's, it, but it's like if, if you're not raised like that, like some families are raised to like they feed their kids clean shit from the beginning, and that, if you're not raised like that, your body gets fucked up. Like, yeah. You know, well, your energy seems really clean. We were talking about energy. What first connected us, who kid? What's our connection? Uh, Omar Gaddafi, so. <laughs> Ooh. What, what was he there for? I don't remember. I remember he was, uh, he was following music and some movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he hired me to DJ. Uh-huh. And I invited you and Julie to party. And then, but, but, but I think it was from the fact that you guys invited me to the and I really loved the movie. What movie? Uh, Oh, I played you our shit at a cigar lounge in Little Italy. <laughs> Do you remember when you came to the Little Italy apartment and we went into the underground cigar? Yeah, but that's the energy that made me like, because we're already in like the movie, like, you know, that's the whole shit. Like, it's a film festival. So the, the, the energy, I was like, yo, I gotta hang with them. They gotta meet who I know. So I, I, but we met you at the party. We crashed the party. When we met you, the Fig Where 50 Cent performed in Toronto, like Julie and I crashed that party. And we sat next to you, and that's how we met you. And then, I, and he, Gaddafi was there, but I don't know why. <laughs> 50 Cent. Wow. But then you said you like loved, because I tend to make my films and my theater and my work as pieces of art. Like I don't do things conventionally. And you said that you like that. Uh, you know me, I've always loved everything that's like abstract and could touch me in a certain way that could make me. Because if you watch like movies now, it's just like it's a horror movie, it's a comedy. I like being like twisted, getting your thought process moving, and it always answer questions. And I love movies that have like four or five different endings. And it's 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 kind of like unfair because I'm talking to the director, so I can get like my final conclusions. Well, I think it's a cool thing for your audience and just for people to hear you also talk about, given the world that you are known for that you love art and you love things that make you think and question the human condition. And that's not necessarily what people would expect, you know? Chelio, who's on Zoom doing art. Yeah, we'll post it later. And that's the right brain. That's the intuitive side of the brain. Can I get that sense of me? 
Oh yeah, and we'll post it and we'll send it to you and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, he is channeling our energy. I'm, I'm trying to see where Tupac is at in, in the club in Milan. Well, he'll tell us at the end. He, he will come up and he will tell us at the end. I think you're going to like my movie then because, like I said, Tupac opens the movie and he says something so powerful about loving all humans. Korean, white, black, young, old, you know? It's an important message. You what? <laughs> I traveled everywhere, so I, I can understand what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? You've been everywhere. How many trips got canceled in the last month? Oh my god, seven. I was I was just a festival in Thailand. Mmm. Whoa. And then I, had three, then I had three cities in Malaysia. And then from Malaysia, I was supposed to go to Japan. And remember, Japan was hit really hard. So that was the first one to go. Thailand tried to keep it, but it, it was just. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And then I, I was supposed to go from there. And then my residency in Vegas was supposed to start. Bullseye. Where's your residency supposed to be? Or where was it supposed to be? Oh, wow. Well, that got postponed. And then Atlantic City. We went to Atlantic City together. Yeah. I don't drink anymore, really. It's been a while. I mean, I do a little bit, but not much. Oh, yeah, I had so much fun. I mean, I never ever, I never felt judged. Is she serious? What does that mean? Oh, like in her in her demeanor, serious. Their own personality too. It's
Lindsay Lohan, and Kimberly Stewart. Mm-hmm. Rod Stewart's daughter. That's Rod Stewart's daughter, if anybody don't know. Rod Stewart's daughter. Mm-hmm. So imagine, like, us hanging. Me hanging with you and Julie. It, it was I'm working on getting Lindsay to do an episode for this too. Yeah, she seems really. Smart. Yeah, she seems really fun, and she's had like a big journey in this industry, and she's a super talented girl. I introduced her as a prodigy of Bobby. Uh, prodigy wrote about her in his book. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, she is hilarious though. But it's funny. Look at all that back in the days. Her name was more popular than her image in an urban world. Mm. So if I put her like in a hip hop, that looked like like she was at a, a GNF video shoot, and for hours she's twerking, she's in the shots, she's getting her ass smacked, and nobody knew who she is. It just was some random white chick. They didn't know that was Lindsay. So I came late. <laughs> I came late to the video shoot. She's cool because she got to meet she got to meet Fifty mm-hmm. and Tony Hill. So after she got that out of the way, she was like, ah, I ain't waiting for you, I'm leaving. I'm like, oh, all right, we're good. But she leaves. I get to the video shoot late. And then I'm like, yo, did y'all see Lindsay Lohan? Everybody's like, who's that? I was like, the, the, the Herbie Lovelock bitch, like the, the famous bitch. Like, she was like, what? She was here. I'm like, yo, she's in the video. <laughs> yo, they're like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> if you watch So Seductive, mm-hmm. she's somewhere in there. They just didn't know who she was. It was like 200 years ago. But that, that tells you how the world is like ignorant. It's very ignorant. And guess who the first one that experienced that was? Mary Pickford. <laughs> That's gangster, right? It was a bit of some Illuminati fucking coffee party or some shit. I didn't meet her, though. She was born, she, she died three months before I was born the same year. Yeah. So I actually am her. Wow. You're like a reincarnation. <laughs> and she's this, she was the same height and, and was known for her curly hair, you know? Oh, shit. And she wanted Hollywood to elevate humanity. Why do you think her story got buried?
bullshit. I'm not going against Trump. Nothing. Meanwhile, on my Instagram, this pussy dripping, twerking party footage <laughs> and bitches sucking dick. All kinds of dumb shit. I mean, the most worst thing you can think of. They didn't take that down. I get it. Usually, Instagram sends you a warning. They take it down themselves and they email you. Uh-huh. Oh, you got a strike. You got pussy juice. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> you're you're going to get this strike. You're going to get this strike, but if you do it again, you're going to lose your Instagram. This time, I didn't get nothing from Instagram. I got like a government digital slash. Ooh. Like the US government. US government digital <laughs> slash. Like, I've never seen nothing like that. So that means that there's, there's some kind of like. I don't know, like a, like, like a whole scene eye that's picking up anything that has to do with, that has anti-corona. Wow. So, so, it, it, so it says uh, government guidelines, some shit on there. It, it, it had slashes, and it's telling me I better take it down. Whoa. So I've, so I've never seen that ever. I, I put procedures before. I've got <laughs> I, I lost an Instagram before. I had 50,000 followers in the beginning, and I lost 50,000, never got it back. I start over. So now I got like 600,000 or whatever. So I, I really watch what I put. Like, I, I, but I've never seen, like I said, government guidelines. You're, 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 you're promoting uh, fake news or some kind of like. Who's watching that? Like, I was like, I'm good. I erase that shit because I ain't got a lot of time for my shit. I'm not trying to lose my shit. But I'm not, not political. I'm not against Trump. Remember, I interviewed Trump on my show. So when? Like ten years ago, I had him for like an hour turning up. What did you guys talk about? Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, divorces. <laughs> he said Bin Laden won because he he didn't get the contract to rebuild the new World Trade Center. So whoever built the World Trade Center now is the worst model. It's, he was like, this is a piece of shit. I'm fucking pissed. Bin Laden won. Did you agree with him? Well, hell no. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing like Jim and songs. He was dancing. It's too big. We just found the video. We just found the video the other day. No way. One hour. It's like one hour of drunk. With like drug dealers in a room, it was fucking hilarious. That's amazing. That's kind of like a gold mine, right? Yeah, I was waiting to get out of office, and then I'm fucking just thinking of my fucking Netflix movie or some shit. Are you doing one? I want to be involved in your movie. We're, we're putting one together now. We need to talk to Liza. You don't need to be friends. Okay, because I need to be involved in that shit, like for sure. Liza Lee. <laughs> and she's a writer right yeah. cool this is this is this is exciting Hi, you got you 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 and I need to catch up. It sounds like uh, we've lost some time. I guess 
I'm living in LA now. Yeah, and you'll meet Houdini. Oh, that sounds amazing. Okay. Yeah, the company is the company's called Hardeen. So if you want to do like any kind of like maybe you want to do your own strain or whatever, it's called Hardeen Las Vegas. Get your strain. What does that mean? Like you pick a weird name. You pick like DJ Jasmine? Like, no. Yeah, like the Jasmine too. Like no, Jasmine, so. Can I be purple velvet? Okay, I'm purple velvet officially. Philip B or actually Jonathan or somebody needs to make my hair purple so I can be purple velvet. But that's like eating a, a shitty burger, right? All the toxic chemicals that go into my like bloodstream or something. <laughs> Are you uh, drinking coffee? Oh. What's your coffee? Oh, you called me. You called me bougie this morning. You were being. A I don't like Starbucks coffee at all. It reminds me of gasoline. Yeah, it feels really over roasted. So good, so good. <laughs> been in Venice with us I got to I got I got to come out on a grand balcony in a 17th century palace and talk about the new Hollywood <laughs> this was in October before the flood oh yeah 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 I mean I think it was pretty scary No, I was working the whole time, but I, I just got to hang out in Venice. I had the most magical time. I could have, but I didn't. I was in a vortex, you know. I, I was I was in heaven. I was working, who kid? 
bougie pink beanie macchiato like billionaire organic food <laughs> exactly i think we can be bougie together <laughs> um, well this is really fun thank you oh did what happened there was some little circle that popped up on the screen and then it went who An iconic is, is he iconic? <laughs> oh, cool. That's cool. What's he rap about? I need to know new music to check out for sure. So, ooh, that sounds good. Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Who knows what the future holds, you know? I'm doing all kinds of new things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Chelio, he's gonna pop up on Zoom on the recording. So we have it for the episode and he's going to tell us what he channeled and what his message is for us before we wrap up this call. So Chelio, whenever you're ready, <laughs> um, I wonder if he can hear us. Chelio, when you're ready. Hello. Hello. Hi. You can Hi. turn up your computer who could, so you can hear him. You can turn up your computer so you can hear him. I'm what you did. Um, do you want to tell us what you did? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Oh, okay. And okay. so, Instagram people, we're on Zoom looking at this piece of live art that we will post. Yes. Um, um, I do it. My, can you open my image? To do this? I wonder if it's possible to turn the phone to the computer and show Instagram people. Okay. I can see my image. <gasps> You're yeah. almost there, who kid? T turn, tilt it down. It's okay. Oh, other it's way, okay. other way. And then, <clears throat> uh, is uh, what coming and what I read about what I do it is mm, uh, to the base of <laughs> no. energy. And uh, is it, is it? We just see your TV, who kid? <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay. I think the background, the background, the the life, the art life, uh, made the very good artist because uh, simple, simple, successful. Uh, when it's done, it's done, and then don't go uh, ahead. Um, I think this is the uh, our friend. Uh, difficult uh, path before because it's hard the life, but it starts to be right and the eyes looking. And it's so layered. It's so layered. Yes, the eyes looking away is not 
uh, look in front. He and he said, when you're like on a certain path, you just know when you're done. When you're done, you're done. It's like a tree. The so trees uh, start from the, the uh, roots and then becoming and make stronger, make stronger, and then finally have energy and light and uh, share with everybody because we need the, to share some style. <laughs> <laughs> yes, becoming very, very, uh, uh, when is like when we want to think of anything, right? Is, uh, is a freedom, right? The freedom. Yes, we need the freedom. We need, you know, freedom and love. Aww. This is what's up today. <laughs> with this family. is like interdimensional, I feel like. <laughs> it's alive. It's an entity. It's your psyche, who kid. Okay, let's let's mute again and wrap this up. Thank you, Chelio. Okay. Okay. Okay, go back to Instagram, who kid? Okay, there. All right. All right. Well, I think we're good. Yeah, let's do it. Play some good music, go deep and free flow. I'll even dance. I'll dance for you, you know. Okay. We'll get it to you. Okay, let's do it. And will you subscribe to Humanizing the Icon to our new YouTube channel? Your episode will be there. This has been amazing. I love you. Thank you. I love hip hop. I really do. It's poetry, it's social commentary, it's it's an aspect. The only thing I'm excited about is I may be listening in like two weeks in New York. Like it's some super shit. Like <laughs> super secret now. <laughs> like eight people are gonna be there because of the corona thing. Mm -hmm. And then my boy told me about it, so he said, yo, it's only gonna be eight people because you know, can't be old game with corona. So like I met thing before with uh <laughs> Well, look at my hair. Oh, he seems amazing. I'm actually doing a, a documentary on um, human trafficking, and he's involved in that subject. Who can? We have some stuff to talk about offline, you know? Okay. Ciao. <laughs> Peace. Bye.